Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Marcus and Jamie here. Happy Wine Time Live. Wine Time Live, episode number 29. Absolutely. What's it called? Um, the Lost Frenchman. The Lost Frenchman. <laughs> the Lost Frenchman. The Lost Frenchman or the Lost French Brothers. Because there's two of them. Well, okay. I guess men, French men, M-E-N. Lost Frenchman couldn't be two, right? It's plural. Yeah. That's the Lost Frenchman. Yeah. Lost Frenchman. The Lost Frenchman. In the meantime, I'm going to pour some wine. Yes, you are. So, all right. So, as always, this is really not about the wine. It's about the stories of the winery and the wine travel. And it's from our personal experiences throughout wine world in Italy, extensively through Italy, through Spain, all through New York, all through California. And now... Mexico. Valle de Guadalupe in Baja California, Mexico. So, those are the wine regions. Say that again. To Mexico. Mexico. That's how they say it down there. Mexico. That's how you say it down there. Everybody says Mexico down there. Well, so, we'll record it when we're there. Again. We are going to Ernesto. When we're going to be at Ernesto. Yeah. We're actually on our way to uh to Mexican wine country here in just four days from now, now from the recording of this. And we're going down for another week and we're going to have a fantastic time the first time and the second time. This will be just as good, if not better, because we're going with great friends of ours. We are. In the restaurant business. We're going with Jim and Shannon. They love wine. <laughs> wine. They love to travel. They love to travel. And uh, we like to hang out with them. They're uh, great people. So as always, what's this brought by, Jamie? What's, what's our sponsor? VIPWineryVacations.com. So VIPWineryVacations, with an S, dot com. Uh, you can check us out. Um, we do winery trips. We give you an experience. It's not only about the traveling, um, because everyone can travel, but it's about traveling with us, going to wineries um, and experiencing a amazing opportunity, experience, and a lifetime experience. So, yep. Yeah. Lifetime memories are memories. not optional. Not optional. They That's are... what I was kind of looking for <laughs> to say. That, uh, <laughs> that, what is it? Memories are lifetime, not optional. Lifetime, lifetime memories are not optional. I like that. So basically, we're taking it to our friends' vineyards. Absolutely. All the people we know through the wine world we've met over the last 20 years that we know personally, mm -hmm. we take it to their vineyards and amazing wine countries um, in Italy, Spain, in New York, California, and now Baja, 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 Valle, de, Valle de Guadalupe in Baja, Mexico. All right. So now we'll get past that. Um, <laughs> also, Aroma Time Bistro. Absolutely. In uh, upstate New York, in Ellenville, um, we are a farm to table restaurant and we um, cater to lots of different people. We cater to different, um, what is it called, um, diets. And we are very conscious about all the ingredients that we bring into the restaurant, um, including, including behind the bar. So real food, great bar. Our bar is all independent spirits and wines. And it is an amazing view if you're sitting at the bar, um, get some food, sit at the bar, have the, have the cocktail of the day, have an awesome, amazing drink made by our uh, bartenders or myself. We have lots of people that come in and want me to make their drink. I know day, right? because you're the so, one on Facebook all the yeah. time doing your Cake live videos yes cocktail time with jamie Absolutely. so of course aroma time t-h-y-m-e bistro in ellenville new york 90 miles north of new york city come and see us come say hello farm to table first green certified restaurant in upstate new york and just beautiful 90 mile drive north of new york city all right now on to 
our experience of the lost Frenchman. The lost Frenchman. I love that name. <laughs> I wonder what this is about. <laughs> so through our wine travels, we've known wherever we've traveled um, in the U.S. here, New York and, and California, we've come across French winemakers that have moved into these territories and started making wine. Well, French wine is very prestigious, right? Like when you hear of French wine, you think very like, uh, high right. and very Especially classy. Bordeaux or Burgundy, Burgundy right. are the two most notable regions. Of course, Champagne, very notable region. So we've come across French winemakers in New York because mm -hmm. they're coming to stake their claim because there's like New York's the frontier to be at. California was the frontier to be at. So you had some French winemakers moving there. I've never seen any French winemakers in Italy though. Have you? All the wineries have been to in Italy. I've never so, seen it's Italian. It's Italian. It's Italian. I don't know if they're you not welcome have, there. You don't have French in, in French winemakers <laughs> in Italy, I guess. I don't know. But so on a recent trip to the Baja, the Mexico, Mexico, <laughs> we ran into um, two French brothers. We sure did. Um, making amazing, amazing. You wine. love that word, amazing. I just lo I love their wine. I think their wine is <laughs> their amazing. Their wine is amazing. Bodegas Henri Lurton um, in uh, Valle de Guadalupe. Mm -hmm. uh, the father sent them, the brothers, from Margot, the region of Margot in Bordeaux, mm -hmm. Cantillac, very famous chateau in um, the Margot district of Bordeaux. And um, the story goes that there was an up-and-coming winemaker in Ensenada, Lulu. Yes. Lulu, uh, a native in Mexico, going to wine school, getting her wine degree, needed to go on internship. She had made some great connections down there. I'm not sure if it was Jaime Palafox first, but she made some great connections down there. And she went off to Bordeaux to perfect her craft, to do her internship. To learn. Yeah, to and learn. she ended up at Cantillac uh, in Margot. <laughs> so not, not bad, right? So she... Worked there for quite some time, did her internship, worked there for a few years, and convinced the owners that her region of Mexico was the up-and-coming Napa Valley of the United States, or North, or North America, actually. Convinced them, and they came down, took a look. She came back. She's a winemaker of four or five wineries, I know, according to Bruma. Quite, I, it might even be more. It might more. even be eight or so. Bruma, Palafox, she's a winemaker at several places. So, and we met her on our last trip there sure and we'll meet her again on our next trip. But so she convinced um, Lurton, the Lurton family, to that they should open a winery yep. in uh, Valle de Guadalupe. Yeah. In uh, Baja, Mexico. Baja, yeah. So we did a great interview with one of the sons. And remember what we, <laughs> when we asked them about the food? Oh, yeah. Because French, so, you're coming from Bordeaux. You're coming from the classic French food right. foundation of, of France, besides Lyon, France. Bordeaux is like, you know, really, this is where classic French comes from. And French to Mexican is vastly, vastly different. different. So French is very cream, sugar, butter, butter like heavy, heavy foods. foods. And then you go to Mexico and it's spicy foods. And he was like, I did not like spicy food when I got here. His mouth was hot and he did not like it. He said it was basically lost. He was he, lost. He was lost he in that know cuisine. He what to eat. He had no idea. He had no idea of the food. Didn't speak Spanish. Um, I'm sure Lulu was helping them mm -hmm. uh, uh, through, through the transition. But they, he was like, I 
don't he doesn't not like spicy food. Still doesn't like spicy food. So he has to be careful because French cuisine does not have all those chili peppers and right. all those all those kind of flavors like that. So um, he was they were basically lost down there trying to figure it out the Mexican food and try to make wine down there. But their wines are incredible. I would oh. probably think that that their wines will very very well pair with spicy food. Like so, we're drinking a um, Chenin Blanc right now yep. um, from Henry Luton. Um, it is, it is not the typical Chenin Blanc. It's a little bit lighter, um, I think, than a South African, a South African Chenin Blanc. And is, do they make Chenin Blanc in France? Yeah, Loire, Loire Valley. Loire Valley. So it's not as as fruit forward, I think, as some Chenin Blancs. The depth can of be. it, the depth of it's not. This is a little bit more minerally and a little yes. bit more um, mellow. Um, and so, I, I mean, th this wine is. I can't remember if we had it with Mexican food. I don't think we have, but it will go perfectly with Mexican food. ceviche. Yeah, I would love to have this with ceviche. Yeah. Now their wines are a little more on the expensive side. They are. Most Mexican wines are not that. They're not cheap. They're not cheap. Very small production. Very small family handcrafted. Uh, so they 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 haven't scaled the bigger production. So they have they have to absorb the cost of their operation in a smaller bottle count. Mm -hmm. um, these guys, I think they're making, the two brothers are making some of the best wines in the Valley. They're only making a few wines though, right? It was only like four or five maybe. Yeah. They were not making an abundance of wine. And the one thing about them is, so first of all, tell the story about how, how we got there. So we were at Casa Magoni, right? We're on that street where oh, Finca, yeah. Finca Altazano is. We couldn't figure out where they were located. We were like, where are they? Where are they? We went on GPS. We, we kept going back and forth, back and forth. We finally called the importer, right? Yep. And we were like, so where is this place? Like, yeah, we like, don't Tom, see it. Tom, Tom, I'm lost. Because and I he goes, it's up. in a warehouse um, around the side. You'll see the name on the garage door. Um, there's two sides, right? One was Lurton and one was another winery. Casa Magoni. It was, we were at Casa, Casa Magoni down the road. Oh, that and was their was, storage. And this was their storage facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and in Mexico, you just don't want to like pull into random people's driveways. Well, you just don't know. We don't know. We, we don't didn't know. know. We didn't know. We were driving. And so we pull up to call Tom on the phone. He says, no, 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 no. You're at the right place. Trust me. The white building, you're at the right place. Yeah. Drive around to the left-hand side. You'll Park see some cars. Yeah. And we turn around to the left-hand side. And all of a sudden it's like, there's cars. There's a parking lot. There's a beautiful front entrance. Yeah. And we're like, wow, for wow. a warehouse, this is like all like, like decked out on the yeah, side. It was nice. They don't officially have a tasting room. No, they don't. There's no sign. No. Nope. So you can't, you would never know to but pull But they were in. making wine inside when we were there. Yes. But you would never know to pull in there to taste wine because <laughs> I don't think they really are selling wine like that. I don't think they're they not. have a tasting room and you can go. They don't have an official that. tasting room. Yeah. They don't, they, they're not doing that. Uh, they're wholesaling their wine out to restaurants in mexico and distributors and distributors yeah. mexico right yeah oh, and, 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 in and new york which is why we have their bottle of wine in new york thanks to tom um from la competition uh, imports out of napa so he is the number one wine importer out of mexico he represents about a dozen wineries um so really cool and this is one of his one of his gems he has a lot of gems down there. he picks a lot of really great wines yeah out of the 100 or so wineries in mexico he has about 12 of them so if you were to drive down now, the Valle de Guadalupe is set up like Napa. You have the main road and you have Silverado Trail. So these two roads run parallel to each other. And you can cross over from one to the other, from one to the other, from one to the other, as you go up and down the valley, just like Silverado Trail, it goes back and forth. 
So it gets confusing because you're on one side one day and it says Casa Magoni, and then you're on the other side the other day and you're driving. If you don't know, it, it says Casa Magoni. You're like, well, we went all the way around the other day to go. So why Casa did we Magone. do that, right? Why did we do that? So, but if you were driving up and down Vida Guadalupe and you were going from winery to winery or taking a tour, you would totally pass this winery because you would oh. not know they existed. No sign, no tasting room. Um, and yeah, no sign, no tasting room. So you totally pass them over. Meantime, a quarter mile down the street is Finca Altazino, Javier Placenta's restaurant, Chef Javier. Which is where we 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 found them, right? Just by driving down the road. Um, and we went there for lunch. We went to lunch, Javier's it's amazing. Place. Oh, the food. And we didn't know about it. We didn't know about it. But it's a whole complex, right? The, it's a whole complex. So so I'm assuming, I don't know when we go this this next trip if it's going to be if everything will be open. I don't know, but they have a, a creamery, that a gift shop, mm -hmm. that a restaurant. I think did they have a winery on premise or they were selling wine? They or were selling wine. Something like that as well. So it'll a be wine cool. shop. There was a wine and, shop. And of course we just didn't know. Like we, we didn't know. really didn't know. Your first time there, you don't really know what you're going towards. But I gotta tell you, everywhere you went, there was food on every every winery every winery every road there was places to eat i mean i am so excited about eating and drinking there again i just can't wait we're gonna eat and drink our way through Vida oh, guadalupe yeah. with friends and hopefully we're gonna go to some different places we um, are which we are and um and then we're gonna go to some of the same places because we just love the experience usually you take care of the itinerary and do all the I know, planning. this time you did it all i did everything this time thank god <laughs> <laughs> i gotta tell you it took a little relief off me i'm excited um, I can't wait to see what you have planned this time. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to we're gonna go visit Henry Luton again, I believe. I don't have that on the list. Oh, you don't? I don't have that on the list. I thought we were. Okay. I thought but you, you know, talked about it the other day. With we're Tom. already, well, we've talked about adding it in because the one winery we can't go to. Um, so we'll probably add it back in. There's another day that we need another winery in there that we can fit another winery and the wineries are so close yeah. quarter mile apart mm -hmm. and we're already eating at finca altazana which is a quarter mile down the road so casa magoni i bet we could just stop finca. in and say hi and they'd probably they say, would. come on in they and they'd would do welcome that. us because you know it down there that's what it kind of seems like um they're they're very open to visitors and having people come in and that kind of yes. stuff but it's always better to be an expected guest than to uh to show up and not be able to be taken care of so. right so when we go to brand new places that we don't know because we that happens to us. We're going to an area and we'll have someone say, Oh, you've got to check out that winery. For us, we never just pop in. Yeah. Because when you pop in, nobody knows you, right? Every now and then we will pop in if we're driving, we see we see it. But even if we're driving and we see it, we call the importer. We've been right. we've been driving through Spain, driving through Italy, and we'll see a winery. We're like, oh, call the importer really quick. Right. Call the call the distribution company. Um, have them call the winery for us. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to call the winery and they're going to say, okay, Jamie and Marcus are in town from New York. Um, they want to come visit the winery in half an hour or tomorrow, whatever day it is. And they are great customers of ours here. Uh, please show them a good time. They're VIPs. Right. They buy a lot of wine from us. They're VIPs. Roll out the red carpet for them. And through this process of being VIPs and then guests coming with us because we know the wineries, Everybody is a VIP, mm -hmm. thus the VIP winery vacations. Yeah, there you go. So that's how that whole thing came yeah. about because they are the wineries truly roll out the red carpet they for us. Sure do. If you were on a regular tour, you would not get some of the wines that we get. You would not be taken care of the way that we're taking care of. You would not meet the owners. Um, you would just not get the experience. I mean, the experience is what makes the trip. I mean, it is a lifetime experience. 
that is amazingly yeah. priceless. Yeah. Lifetime memories are not optional. Yeah. Not They're optional. mandatory. Well, They're mandatory. They Lifetime mandatory. memories are mandatory. And we love to make memories. So yeah. we love to uh, take people with us to travel and we'd love for you to travel with us. So, you know, check out some of our tours at VIPWineryVacations.com. Everything's broke out regions. When you get onto the website, you'll see Mexico. You'll see <laughs> New York. New York. You'll see New York. You'll see Hudson Valley, which we do your car, our driver, different mm -hmm. type of service. But if you have a if you have a tour here for the Hudson Valley and you're 10, 12, 15 people, we'll totally get you on a bus, a van, take, take you around and roll the red carpet out for you here too as well. So mm -hmm. don't worry about that. We can do that. But our main business in the Hudson Valley is your car, our driver, our insured drivers will drive your car under our insurance and get you around safely to all yeah. the wineries. Absolutely. And that's a new venture as of 2021, yeah. summer 2021. We've started that with Courtney. And so we're super excited to have that service here in the Hudson Valley. A lot of wineries are very excited to have that service. So, um, yeah. So um, if you've not tried Mexican wine, try to find some. If Talk. not, come to Aroma Time. Aroma Aroma time. We or have come lots join of us. Mexican wine or come join yeah. us in Mexico. The biggest problem with finding Mexican wine is they don't produce a lot. No. So by well, not producing they, a lot. They produce, it's just not imported as much. It's not imported. Right? But I mean, they're producing down there. It's just their their production sizes at all the wineries are not a lot. But right. There's over 100 wineries. So there's a lot of wine. A lot of wine coming from out of Mexico. But it's like New York. Like you pull into one of these small wineries and they're making 3,500 cases. Right. There's not enough. When there's 3,500 cases of wine being made in a facility in Mexico, there's not enough for New York. California, Texas, and Florida. There's there's not enough to go around. Plus their own market. There's just not enough. So, and then some of the wineries we went, we went to made those little as a thousand cases, fifteen hundred cases. We were just at a winery here in New York that he was only making eight hundred, mm -hmm. and he's like, I'll ramp it up to fifteen. I'll ramp it up to 3,000. Yeah. And once I hit three the three thousand mark, then I will start wholesaling to restaurants. Right. Once I hit the three thousand mark, because that. A thousand cases, he's going to sell everything through his vineyard, everything walks in at full price. So the vineyards rather do that than find an exporter, distributor, take a 30, 40% loss on right. it, 50% loss on it. Um, but this is only the distributors are great for when they have larger quantities. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so if you can find Mexican wine here in the United States, definitely taste experiment, it. try it. Try it. It's something totally new and totally different. Some of the wines you can find retail for 15, and some of the wines you can find retail for 80. Dollars, right. um, uh, ones we tried that are eighty dollars. Well, 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 worth, well it. worth it. Absolutely. All right. So Bodegas Henri Lurton. This is the Chenin Blanc that we're drinking, and we're going to sign off now and finish this bottle. Mm -hmm. And everybody have an amazing day. Follow us on Instagram, VIP Winery Vacations, and Aroma Time Farm to Table Bistro on Instagram, our restaurant. And uh, that's it. That's it. Cheers. 